Good morning, COP. Welcome to Daily Devotions with me, Basora A. Today we're going to be starting, as you know, with our Old Testament, and we're going to get into our New Testament. But before we do all of that, we want to kick things off with Psalms and with Proverbs. So let's begin today with Psalms chapter 39, verses 1 to 6. To the choir master at Jeduthun, a psalm of David. I said, I will guard my ways that I may not sin with my tongue. I will guard my mouth with a muzzle, so long as the wicked are in my presence. I was mute and silent. I hold my peace to no avail. And my distress grew worse. My heart became hot within me, and I mused the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue, O Lord, make me know my end. And what is the measure of my days? Let me know how fleeting I am. Behold, you have made my days a few hands' breath, and my lifetime is as nothing before you. Surely all mankind stands before me at mere breath. Selah. Surely a man goes about as a shadow. Surely for nothing they are in turmoil. Man heaps up wealth and does not know who will gather. Proverbs chapter 16 verses 1 to 5. The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All of the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. They will be secure. The Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured he will not go unpunished. Let's now open up our heart as we get into some wonderful praise and worship this morning. Let's worship our wonderful God and remember who he is and what he's doing. Amen.
Let's open up our Bibles to our Old Testament passage. We're going to be going to Deuteronomy chapter 9, and we're going to go through chapter 10, verse 22 together this morning. Let's begin. Hear, O Israel, you are to cross over the Jordan today, to go in to dispose nations greater and mightier than you, cities great and fortified up to heaven, a people great and tall, the sons of Anakim, whom you know and of whom you have heard it, who can stand before the sons of Anak. Know therefore today that he goes over before you as a consuming fire, is the Lord your God. He will destroy them and subdue them before you. You shall drive them out and make them perish quickly, as the Lord has promised you. Do not say in your heart, after the Lord your God has thrust them out before you, it is because of my righteousness that the Lord has brought me in to possess this land. Whereas it is because of the wickedness of those nations that the Lord is driving them out before you. Not because of your righteousness or the uprightness of your heart are you going in to possess their land, but because of the wickedness of these nations, the Lord your God is driving them out before you, that he may confirm the word of the Lord that he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, These people in this land, in these cities, they are very evil, they're very wicked, and because of that, some transfer of wealth is going to take place for the land of Israel. Know therefore that the Lord is your God, is not giving you this land to possess because of your righteousness, for you are a stubborn people. Remember and do not forget how you provoked the Lord your God to wrath in the wilderness. From the day you came out of the land of Egypt until you came to this place, you have been rebellious against the Lord. Even at Horeb, you provoked the Lord to wrath, and the Lord was so angry with you that he was ready to destroy you. When I went up to the mountain to receive the tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant that the Lord made with you, I remained on the mountains forty days. And forty nights, I neither ate bread nor drank water, and the Lord gave me two tablets of stone, written with the finger of God, and on them were all the words that the Lord had spoken to you on the mountain of the midst of the fire, on the day of the assembly. Here's the clear instructions from God, he's saying, even with the finger of the Lord. At the end of the forty days and forty nights, the Lord gave me these two tablets of stone, the tablets of the covenant. And the Lord said to me, Arise, go down quickly from here, for your people whom you have brought out of Egypt have acted corruptly. They have turned aside quickly out of the way that I have commanded them. They have made themselves a metal image. Furthermore, the Lord said to me, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stubborn people. Let me alone that I may destroy them and blot out their name from under heaven, and I will make you a nation mightier and greater than they. So I turned and came down from the mountain, and the mountain was burning with fire, and the two tablets of the covenant were in my two hands. As I looked, and behold, you had sinned against the Lord your God. This was a relationship, and you had sinned. You had gone against it. You had made yourself a golden calf, you had turned aside quickly from the way the Lord had commanded you. So I took a hold of the two tablets and threw them out before you and broke them before your eyes. 
Then I lay prostrate before the Lord as before. Forty days and nights I neither ate bread nor drank water because of all the sin that you had committed in doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. For I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure that the Lord bore against you so that he was ready to destroy you. But the Lord listened to me that time also. And the Lord was so angry with Aaron that he was ready to destroy him. And I prayed for Aaron also at the same time. Then I took the sinful thing, the calf that you had made, and burned it with fire and crushed it, grinding it very small until it was as fine as dust. And I threw the dust into the brook that it ran down from the mountain. At Tabera also... And at Massa, at the Kibroth Hatava, you provoked the Lord to wrath. And the, when the Lord sent you from Kadesh Barana, saying, Go up and take possession of the land that I had given to you, then you rebelled against the commandment of the Lord your God and did not believe him or obey his voice. He's saying time and time again, guys, come on. You're not listening. You're not obeying. And I prayed. Again, O Lord, do not destroy your people and your heritage for whom you have redeemed through your greatness, whom you have brought out of Egypt with a mighty hand. So you have people hearing the voice of God. And you have a repeat here of what he did before with the golden calf and with the tablets where he's going to lay before the Lord and pray and intercede on behalf of these people and pray that God would not destroy them. Lord, remember them. In verse 27, remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Do not regard the stubbornness of this people or the wickedness of their sin. Lest the land from which you brought us say, Blessed because the Lord was not able to bring us into them, the land that they promised them. And because he hated them, he has brought them out and put them to death in the wilderness. For they are your people and your heritage, whom you brought out of the great power of your outstretched arm. Chapter 10. At that time, the Lord said to me, cut for yourself two tablets of stone like the first, like the ones that he threw and broke, and come up to the mountain and make an ark of wood. And I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets that you broke, and you shall put them in the ark. So I made an ark of acacia wood and cut the two tablets of stone like the first and went up to the mountain with the two tablets in my hand. And he wrote on the tablets, in the same writing as before, the Ten Commandments of the Assembly. And the Lord gave them to me. Then I turned and came down from the mountain to put the tablets in the ark that I had made. And there they are, as the Lord commanded me. The people of Israel had journeyed from Beroth, Benijakan, to Moserah. Then Aaron died, and there he was buried, and his son Eleazar ministered as a priest in his place. From there they journeyed to Godoga, and from Godoga to Jotbatha, a land of brooks of water. And at that time the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant, and the Lord to stand before and minister to him, and to bless his name to this day. Therefore, Levi has no portion of the inheritance with his brothers. The Lord is his inheritance. And the Lord your God said to him, I myself stayed on the mountain 
as at the first time, forty days and forty nights. And the Lord listened to me that time also. The Lord was unwilling to destroy you. And the Lord said to me, Arise, go on your journey at the head of the people, so that you may go in and possess the land. Still, after everything, God is saying, I'm giving you this land. I'm giving you this promise, and it can be yours, which I swore to your fathers to give them. And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God and to walk in his ways, to love him, to serve him? As the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and keep the commands of the statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. Behold, to the Lord your God belong heaven and the heavens of the heaven, the earth and all that is within it. Yet the Lord has set in the, his heart in love on your fathers and chose their offspring after them, you above all people as you are this day. Circumcise therefore the foreskin of your heart and be no longer stubborn. Okay, guys, all these years, all these generations, there's been stubbornness, there's been things that you guys have been doing. Let's end it today, he says. For the Lord your God is the God of gods and the Lord of lords, the great, the mighty, the awesome God, who is not partial and takes no bribe. He executes justice for the fatherless and the widow and loves the sojourner, giving him food and clothing. Love the sojourner, therefore, for you were sojourners in the land of Egypt. You shall fear the Lord your God, and you shall serve him and hold fast to him, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise. He is your God, who has done for you these things, great and terrifying things that your eyes have seen. Your fathers went down to Egypt, 70 persons. Now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in heaven. And that's how the promises of God are fulfilled. That's how the words of God are fulfilled. Great and powerful truths and reminders this morning. Let's open up our hearts and worship our Lord some more. Can you give somebody a high five and say, I know who I am. I know who I am. Turn to your right and say, I know who I am. I know who I am. Turn to your left and say, I know who I am. I know who I am. Turn around and say to that person that I know who I am. I know who I am. And I'm walking in power. And I'm walking in miracles. 
going to be wrapping up today with our New Testament passage. We're going to go from Luke chapter 8 verse 22 all the way to verse 56. We're going to see some important truths here and some of my favorite verses coming from this passage. Let's begin together with verse 22. One day he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they set out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in danger. And when they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves, and they ceased, and there was calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, saying to one another, Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. Jesus knew he had such peace. Why? This wasn't his time. He knew what time he had. He knew what was going to happen in the future. And you know what? When you hold on and know the plans that God has for you, it changes. Take a look at Peter. Peter before the cross and Peter after the cross. He completely changed. Why? He had confidence. He knew what Jesus spoke to him about his life and about his death. Things change when we know and hold on to the person who has made the promises to us. Why? Because he doesn't change. And they sailed to the country of Geranesis which was opposite of Galilee. And when Jesus stepped out on the land, there he met a man from the city who had demons. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he had not lived in a house but among the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him, saying with a loud voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commended the unclean spirit to come out of the man, for many at a time it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but they would break the bonds and be driven out by the demons into the desert. And Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. And they begged him not to command them to depart into the abyss. Now a large herd of pigs was feeding on the hillside, which was not allowed at that time. And they begged him, Let them enter these. So he gave them permission, and the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. When the herdsmen saw what had happened, they had fled and told the city and in the country. Then people went out to see what had happened, and they came to Jesus and found the man whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who had seen told them how the demon possessed man had been healed. Then the people surrounding the city and the country asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear. Great fear for several reasons. One, 
the power of Jesus and what he can do. And two, Jesus just touched their money. Jesus just touched their finances. They were doing something wrong. They weren't supposed to have pigs at that time. And yet here they were. And part of it, they lost business. They lost money. So God, go away. Jesus, go away. We don't want you here. You're messing with our finances. You're messing with our work. You're messing with our plans. Have you ever heard of someone talk like that before? We should always desire to have the presence of God with our lives. When we're living right, doing right, it's only going to help us and bless us. So he got into the boat and returned. The man whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. And he went away proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. Imagine people whose lives would have been touched and changed and heard a great hope and a future because of that man. I often wonder what kind of an evangelist that man turned into and the people who got saved because of his ministry. Now Jesus had returned. The crowd welcomed him. For they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house. For he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years. And though she had spent all of her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was that who touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him and declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had immediately healed. And he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. And while he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house said, your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. What a thing for a father to hear, and what a thing for a father to need to overcome in his heart, to trust God, that God loved his daughter more than he did. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter, John, James, and the father and mother of the child, and all were weeping and mourning for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. What a change of emotion. By taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once. And he directed that something be given to her to eat. And her parents were amazed. But he charged them to tell no one what had happened. COP, we have an amazing Heavenly Father who sees what's going on in her, our lives, who's there to help us with all of the things that we need, what's going on, what we're facing, what we're going through. And He is there every step of the way. I encourage you, read your Bible, 
Pray every day. Spend time in the word. It's very important for you to have faith, connection, relationship with our Heavenly Father. So today, let's wrap things up by praying and thanking our Heavenly Father for all the wonderful things that he's doing. Father, Lord, we come to you today. Lord, we thank you so much for your word, for your presence. Lord, you are good. Father, we come and we say thank you for the things that we can learn as we read and dig through your word. Lord, we thank you that you have great plans for us, that we can hold on to you. We can hold on to your promises, that we can see these things come to pass and be fulfilled. Lord, we pray and ask, be with us, Lord God, today. Lord, in the changes that are coming and going with the government, with the plans, with the virus, Lord God, we just pray, Lord, help us remember your plans. Help us remember your promises. Help us to hold true and to not doubt or wonder. But Lord, when we know that you speak, when we know that you have a plan, when we know that you have a promise, we can hold firm that it will come to pass. Lord, we pray, give wisdom to our government officials and strength to our doctors and medical professionals. We pray, Lord God, that you continue to touch and heal our land. We worship you and we praise you because good reports will be coming, Father. We thank you for this time that we have together. We love you and honor you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Have an amazing weekend, COP, and see you for more daily devotions. Take care and God bless.